Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. another episode of Black Girls Texting. It's me, Sade. Sade, better and noir. I'm joined by my two other anchors, Chels Pinky. I don't know any other anchor. Oh my God. Oh, I'm like, please do something. Chelsea Clinton. Can she be the weather girl? What's Yo, the- I don't want to be the weather girl. The weather girls are Smart. cute. Weather girls are cute as hell. What are you talking about? Yeah, but about? they're like dumb. You get, they get to see, you get to see their whole body. They get to walk past you would be I don't like cute want dresses. anyone to see my whole body right now. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I, I am the nightly Sports. investigative report person. Oh, yes, yes. For UPN 9. CNN. <laughs> You're on Fox News, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> Is she actually? Nah, Shadi yes. Better was on Channel 7. Mm. Are you sure you're not Dubois, that light-skinned man? Oh, here she goes. <laughs> Glenn, who are you? What's that man's name that you love with the glasses? Hello. The guy from MSNBC that has like that weird crooked mouth and that no, like Glenn is all Connie one Chung. color. <laughs> He's married to Maury. You lie. Shut up. Yeah. It's iconic. Connie it's either Maury or Jerry Springer, but I'm pretty sure it's Maury. No, Maury has a little bit more like esteem, I would think. Yeah, it's Maury. Wow. I'm dead. Well, welcome. Lord have mercy. That's a fun little game. Uh, ladies, how was your weekend? Welcome back. Welcome back. Back um, again. It was okay. good. Okay, I'm sorry. She's married to Maury. That's hilarious. Keep going. How was your weekend? Yeah. Connie Chung, who would have thought? Um, they make a beautiful couple. Uh, my weekend was great. I did some exercise and then I got my hair done. So now I don't know how to exercise anymore, um, but I'll figure that out. Um, I made some banana bread, bringing it back to back. OG quarantine. Right. Um, I drank some black owned champagne. We actually know the girl, I'm blanking Oh my on God, name. I drank that too with my parents. Yeah. It was good. It was great. It was yeah. really good. And I actually bought my mom a bottle as well. Um, and we also drank Black-owned wine. It's this South African wine. Oh, blanking on the name, but I'll try to remember and bring it back um, at some point in the episode. But yeah, so my weekend was chill. It was good. Chill, which sometimes you need. I think this champagne is called Cherlin. Cherlin? I can't. I'm sorry, y'all. Cherlin? C-H-E-U-R-L-I-N. Cherlin Champagne. Is that the one it's that you had? Delish, yes. Yeah, really delicious. Recommend. Yeah, I had two kinds, like a red, uh, I guess a, the rosé version, and then the classic, but they were great. Come on, black on wines. Um, what did I do? I am home. I finally came home from Florida. Um, and yeah, you know, there's no place like home, right? Grateful to have you back here, girl, because you know. 
Florida, we worry for you when you're there. I know you're with your, you're kept safe with your family, but how is it being a mom? Don't, I don't recommend one star, <laughs> two stars. Do not recommend. It's so funny when I'm down there, my cousin has a one-year-old and one on the way. And then my niece obviously came down. So I was with her and we did like a sleepover because my niece calls technically her little cousin, her little sister. So she's like trying to carry her around and do all these things. And she's like, I'm five, I'm big. Da, da, da. And then there's a one-year-old that can now fully walk around and they just wreak havoc. I'm like, whoa. So me and my cousin kept joking, being like, wow, we're mothers of two. Because like, she'd be like, can you watch them for a second? And then I'd be like running, scrambling. And then I'd be like, okay, I need to use the bathroom, like take them. And so we'd be like, mother of two, bring up the bottle. Mother of two, run the bath. <laughs> two <laughs> is way harder than one. Oh my gosh. And the, and it's a running joke because she's literally about to be a mother of two. I think her baby's due in August. Oh Lord, a Leo and a Sagittarius. Help us, help us. Um, so yeah, just a lot of energy. Um, and she's like, when are you having one cousins? And I'm like, it's so slow. It's slower than slow. You don't know. So much can happen in a year. The door is closed. <laughs> no, so much can happen in a year, though. Um, it's not happening this year. <laughs> you never know. You don't know that. You never know. It's going to happen when God wants it to happen. Anyways, Glenn. God will be surprised with my decision. <laughs> um, no, my weekend is stark. fine. I am, um, you know, just in a constant state of moving my furniture around in my house like two inches and then moving it back, and then moving a table someplace, and then hating it, and then moving the table back to another place. I don't know, like, I'm just always going to do this all the time. But I just like, like, freshening up the energy of my apartment and just like reorganizing furniture every now and then. So that's what's happening right now. Um, but my hotline has been blinging a little bit uh, by ridiculousness. I'm back on my little dating apps out of boredom um she's back but this is why i quickly leave um oh i didn't even see this somebody cute just messaged me nah so uh i was drunk when i was doing this so this boy's profile says that he is a sex healer and fly bitch therapist um makes no sense but i thought that his face was like kind of adorable what I thought he was kind of okay. cute, right? Cute. So cute I was smile. like, yeah, he's a mad cute smile. I'm like, where is he at? What is this place where he's located? I don't know. Like, does he do something in a, I don't know, like a plant? I don't know. Yeah, I was like, is he in a factory? Yeah, I don't know. But he was like, so like, he looks like he might like be a, I don't know. Anyway. Maybe he's so, an engineer. Correct, right? Exactly. The hat was kind of giving that energy. So, but of course my like opening line to him is like, okay, I have questions. Um, what is a fly bitch therapist and he's like well Questions that need answers. yeah the fly bitch therapist means i'm a conversationalist and i was like okay and he's i was a like hotel. right and i was like and a sex healer this and he says the sex healer part is deeper than that lol i gotta i gotta break it down and explain more but i don't know if you're ready for that yet what he's a so, hotel 
what are you talking about? And I was like, break it down then. Uh, also, I don't know how fly pitch therapist means conversationalist. <laughs> it's like, are you healing the traumas of women that have like tried to put them, have tried to like be bad bitches too long? Or like, what are we saying? What does that mean? <laughs> He's like, well, of course you don't know how that means I'm a conversationalist because you never heard of it before. Oh, right. Okay. A sex healer. I help release tension through erotic healing, deep conversation, light touching, and tantric massages. And I said, oop. So how do I, <laughs> so do I have to book your services or how does this work? Oh. <laughs> and um, he says, nah, you don't because I super liked you. For you, Glenn, my services are free. And I said, so what would a session with you look like? Um, and in my profile, I say that I, uh, I'm somewhere in Brooklyn drinking Negronis. And he says, well, for starters, I got to make Negronis for the both of us. I'll even throw a sliced orange peel in there for you. Nigga, that's how you make the drink. <laughs> They're not adding nothing extra. This is not some extra flair. What are you talking about? Throw maybe on some an back- extra, maybe an extra orange peel. Extra orange peel, maybe, right? Or Dude. maybe I'll, I'll rub the orange peel around the rim. It sounds like he didn't know what a Negroni was and he Googled. I think he book. did a Google. That's what I thought too, Chelsea. I sure did. He says, throw on some background music, take a seat next to each other, look you in your eyes while we talk. I want to get in that mind a bit, make eye contact. You just said that actually before. (laughs) I cannot. After that, I can use some warm oil, give you a shoulder massage while you sip on that drink and continue to tell me about your world. Um, And then, oh, it got very disgusting actually. Uh, he asks me, do I have any fetish? Was, okay, so uh, I was like, interesting. What kind of questions would you be asking me or something? And he's like, do you have any fetish- fetishes? What is something you want to try? Have you ever come from head from foreplay? It depends on the situation. The, the questions come as the conversation flows. <laughs> I'm so ridiculous. This is actually embarrassing for me. Um, again, right, I was drinking. Uh, I was like, oh, well, okay, I'll have to answer. Uh, the second one, which is, have you ever come from head from foreplay? The answer is always yes. That's a requirement. Um, yes. It says requirement. I like that. I enjoy pleasing. So that's right up my lane. I love eating pussy. Um, <laughs> oh, we can't say his name. <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, honestly, we can make that. Let's like make one. Oh, I can't. There's something in here about him saying he needs to get a swing. Uh, like, tell me when <laughs> you want to come over. If you ever want to take this text, off, this conversation off of this app, shoot me a text. Beautiful. And I never replied. A mess. It's almost embarrassing. I'm like, are people going to screenshot these exchanges with me? And when I blow up, be like, she was being nasty on this app with me. You can probably unsend. Can you unsend? I could probably like unmatch, right? That's well, unsend the match. Oh yeah, if you unmatch the whole thing. The whole away. thing will just go away. I'm gonna do that. Boom, problem solved. Just Screenshots like could already be there though. Could have, could have. Wow. And there's more. Somebody was telling, asking me like, what am I reading right now? And he's like, damn, I like you. I'm, I'm reading uh, this Iceberg Slim book, but you like reading, reading. <laughs> I actually liked that more. I was like, you're you seem honest. I don't know. These niggas. 
My yeah. hotline is, is is lightly blinging. It's a light bling. It's a bling light. Ooh. Um. Yeah, there's this new boy. Um. I swear he's gonna listen. He's gonna be like, "Yes, you finally talked about me." Um. But yeah, he has my he has my hotline blinging, but in the best way because I'm a needy young lady. When, you know, um, for all my Ariana Grande fans out there. The it takes a long to hit me back. Hello, the Thank You Next album, Needy. It, it speaks to me. It is I. I am it. So I like somebody who's like, hey, how's your day? What are you doing? What have you been doing? What do you, what would you, I went to lunch. What'd you eat? Did you like it? Yes. Ask me what I ate, nigga. Love that. Pepe, and it was delicious. Yes. Ask me if they add an extra truffle. He asked that? He asked that question? No, I'm just making Oh my God, oh my God, why am I like this? <laughs> you know, scenarios that I like, but like, I like detailed questions. I like when people ask me those types of things and he'll ask me things like that. And then he'll also just like randomly be like, like we were talking about soul and he was like, do you feel fulfilled? Like stuff that I'm like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, is that a question for me? And he was like, yeah. He was like, you don't have to answer it right now, but you can get back to me. And I was like. Love this. Loving this. Come on. Engage. Take your fucking interest. Engage my mind. Correct. Um, so I'm here for that. I need to also have my hotline playing for other reasons. But that would probably come, you know, next week or over right. the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After you got a quarantine a little bit longer i think i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> correct correct oh my god Sorry, i love guys. that for you i'm like um receiving texts from one of my coworkers. so my hotline's blinging now and she's oh. like <laughs> she's like um hey are you going in on monday and i'm like no i am not okay <laughs> what are you insane She's like, I wasn't planning on going in, but just wanted to know if you heard anything. I said, I, I responded, I am not, period. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, she might perceive that. It's a little short. Rude. Yeah. So then I, I responded, I really don't plan on going in until it becomes required. I'm taking this very seriously. I know people who have died. So because you told us before that they asked people to come in like a few weeks ago, they still have had people come in. Like yeah, so right now then? it's like it's like voluntary based, but like you know, some people, and honestly, I am that way too, but I am growing, um, would feel like pressured, like, oh my god, other people are going in, so I have to go in. I, I really dug my heels in and I said, I'm not going in. It's not required, That's it. so I'm not going in. And like you don't gotta prove nothing to, to these people because the answer is gonna be no every time. That's bonkers. That's bonkers. <laughs> it's like, yo, don't even play on my phone with this. What you talking about? Have you seen like, me there? I am not. Like, and then I was like, okay. But then she finally said, okay, glad that we're aligned. I'm also not going in. Okay. Okay, good. Good. Stand strong, sis. That's, right. that's fucking ridiculous. She asked the wrong one. She thought Alliance. maybe somebody might be like, oh, yeah. No. Because they really started breaking people down. Like, at first, everyone was like, no, this is ridiculous. Pandemic. And then they kept asking on a weekly basis and slowly some people started going in. And I was just like, I was like, you guys can stop asking me because I'm, I'm, it's just always going to be no. 
But like, why? Like, what do they need you to go in yeah, for? That's my be it's there, like a cultural thing. It's it's in not an American company. It's Italian. It's okay, okay, okay. So okay. they're like, you know, we want to see a beautiful face. Oh, with my mask and shield and hazmat suit on, ma'am. Right, and then oh, what if I die? Then you'll Correct. never it's see It's on your hands. Face. It'll be oh. on your <laughs> hands. <laughs> These people are fucking crazy. I can't. I cannot. Yeah, no. Oh, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Well, before um, we go to our Black girl doing shit, I wanted to let the listeners know that um, our friends at Bolden, we interviewed um, one of the founders on a past episode, have given us a special deal. So if you go to bolden.com slash discount slash black girls texting, um, you can get 10% off any purchase. And actually one thing that I'm trying to do in this new year is get this skin popping. We all are big fans of Bolden. It targets hyperpigmentation. It's specifically made for black and brown uh, skin. So definitely check them out. We'll put the link in the uh, show notes. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. This week's black girl doing shit is Christina Rice. She is the founder of Om Noir, a wellness social community for women of color to share their stories and find a support system throughout our wellness journeys. Through workshops, events, and retreats, Christina and her partners empower women to find wellness on our own terms and what works best for our lifestyles. Wellness is an ever-evolving and courageous journey that is yours and yours alone. And Christina is reminding us that we just need to own it. So coming up, Shade and I got to sit down with Christina and talk about this very buzzy topic of manifestation. All the girls are talking about it. We're in this new year. Everybody's having a vision boarding, Zoom workshop. But Christina really put us on to the core of this practice of manifestation. We talked about shadow work and how to really do the real, powerful, intentional work that's necessary to make all of those juicy, powerful dreams come true. Let's get into it. On red or reply. Christina, welcome to the group chat. Welcome to Black Girls Texting. So we always kick things off when when guests join our group chat with a game called On Red or Reply. All right. So how it works is, you know, if you get a text message and you're not here for it, you would leave it on red. Like you just wouldn't even reply for that, reply to it. But if you're willing to engage with it, you would reply, right? All right. So I have a couple topics for you for this game. The first one is vision boards. I actually have mine behind me. We're talking about manifestation on this episode. I feel like we're still in the first few weeks of January. Everyone's talking about vision boarding. Do you leave that on read or reply? I reply. They absolutely have value. So I will reply for sure because I love talking about it. And I feel like if people really understood the magic of vision boarding and the tools and techniques, then the things that they truly want to manifest in their lives will come true. But it's much more than putting pretty pictures on a vision board. There's action behind it. 
Mm. See, that's what I want to know about because I'm not going to lie. Glenn tends to have vision board parties and I'm like, okay, another vision board. Like it can feel a little like kitschy. Right, right. So where do you feel like you get stuck when you are making a vision board? I'm not going to lie. Like getting beyond me feeling like, is this legit? Like, am I, is like, is this really going to do something for me? Got it. And that's such a valid point. So here's something that there's a conversation that I had earlier about vision boarding, right? Uh, You know, we are supposed to dream big. We're supposed to visualize big. We're supposed to want big, right? But we fail to take value in the little steps that get us to the big thing, right? For instance, if you want this four bedroom house, but your credit is a mess, you don't know how to budget, you know, that is the thing that you need to be putting on your vision board before you put the house, right? That number where you want to increase your credit score to, how much you wanna save per month, right? And so again, that house could be on your vision board, but right on top of that, The first thing you see when you are looking at that house that you desire is that credit score that you need to get to. And so the key and the magic sauce to vision boarding is yes, dream big, want big, but do not forget the little steps that are going to get you there. I have experience with putting all of these, you know, beautiful pictures on a board and nothing coming through and getting angry and throwing the vision board out the, you know, the end of the year, starting a new one, doing the same cycle until I really unlocked the places where I was stuck. And for me, it was journaling. Mm. It starts with journaling for me that then transfers to a vision board that then transfers to a to-do list. Hmm. Those are my three steps. Okay. Yeah. We're definitely going to get into that. Yes. So you said a word a couple of times as you were speaking that's my next on Reddit reply and it's magic do you leave that on Reddit reply like do you believe in magic I absolutely do but again it all comes full circle you know uh we can want a lot of things but it really just it people don't understand that there is so many gaps we need to fill in our lives when it comes to the space between wanting something and believing that we deserve it, right? And there is a big gap there. There's a big distance. And so I can say, I really want this BMW, but in in the back of my mind, do I really think I deserve it, right? When I get to that stage of knowing without a doubt, unwavering that I deserve this BMW, that's where my magic comes in. I have a favorite uh, quote that I'm going to read to you. What, what you put intention towards gets your attention. What gets your attention gets your power. And that's your magic. And so we have to do each step of that. Like whatever, whatever I want to put attention towards gets my attention, right? If owning that BMW is my intention, now it's my attention. What is getting my attention gets my power. And that's all those things that I need to do to get that BMW. And that's the magic. So yes, I did believe in it. <laughs> mm. 
that's really interesting too because that can also be wielded in like a negative way too right Mm -hmm. like you can give uh toxic things your attention and give think give it your power right I've been there (laughs) absolutely um you know there's a thing called toxic positivity right where uh we have this tendency where everything is you know, sunshine and rainbows and life, you know, when someone asks you, how are you? You're like, oh my God, everything is great. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And behind the scenes, your world is falling apart. And that's because you have chosen to allow those things to hide in the shadows and not truly face them. And so what happens is, is that you are, you are living in this bubble and not doing any action to clean up your life. And so there's that thing, again, toxic positivity, where it's like, I'm putting all my attention there. And that's where all my attention goes. And that's where all my power goes. And it's not going to the things to clean up my life that I need to do. Very real. Same thing with, same thing with self-doubt, same thing with negative self-taught. All those things, if you, if you put your attention towards that, get your attention, get your power, and then everything continues everything negatively continues to magnify in your life because that is getting all of your attention. 100%. (laughs) Um, Okay, last one is, I think they're called like angel times, like 444, 1111, 222. I've been seeing them like crazy over the past few weeks. And I'm like convinced like, yes, so much good luck is coming your way, Glenn. Hell yeah. You're getting all the angel times. But I was listening to something recently and someone was like, that's nonsense. Those are just <laughs> random numbers. <laughs> so I don't know. What are your thoughts? I'll leave that on red. It's not something that I necessarily buy into. Sometimes if I see it, I did see it right before it was on New Year's Eve. And so it was 11, 11 p.m. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But then I was just like, whatever. Like, that's just one of the things that I have, I've never really bought into. I know, isn't that something? Really? Shade, yeah. how do you feel about them? Yeah, I'm like... No? You're not one of those girls? No, I don't really get it. Maybe if I understood where it came from, I would get it. Like, the I origin... I think it could be a numerology thing, but I could be making that up. I have no idea. I have no idea. I just know people would be like, 11, 11. And I'm like, okay. And then it's 11, 12. Now it's eleven twelve. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. <laughs> I know. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. chat, chat. Tell us about Om Noir and okay. why you founded it. Uh, it was spring 2015. I was going through a really difficult time in my life. Uh, burnout from my, my business. Uh, at the time, I owned a, a PR agency going through a bad breakup and I was searching for anything, any kind of healing modality to get me out of this dark space. And so I had dinner with a former assistant. She looked amazing. She had lost a ton of weight. Her skin was glowing. And so I'm like, what are you doing? And so she said she had been going to a yoga studio, um, a $5 yoga studio that was two blocks from my office. And um, the next day I went. And I fell in love with yoga. I mean, I had, I had taken it over the years, like here and there, but like most of us who own businesses, 
you're going to those yoga classes, those Pilates, those spin classes, and they're $35 a class, right? And so what happens after a couple of months, you're like, this $300 a month bill, right, does not fit into my budget. So I would fall off, right? And so when she said $5, I was like, I'm going. <laughs> and I just fell in love with the practice. And um, again, this is spring 2015 into the summer. And they announced that they were having a yoga teacher training. And I didn't know if I wanted to get, I didn't know if I wanted to teach per se, but I knew I wanted to get deeper into the practice. I wanted to learn more about it, you know, anatomy, uh, meditation, all of that. And so I signed up, 10 week program, fall of 2015, 53 students in the class, and I was the only black woman. So that was the first thing that I noticed, you know, mm. uh, the lack of diversity. And then when I uh, started uh, teaching during my training, I again noticed very few, if any, Black people were in my classes. Once I got certified, you know, and I started teaching at the studio, not full time, but, you know, it would be like two or three times a week. And I was also chronicling my yoga journey on social media, Black women would seek out my classes. And so that just gave me an idea that it was just a light bulb moment that we needed a space for, you know, us to be led through our healing journey by someone that looks like us, that understands us, you know, is not like the size two skinny white girl um, teaching the class, right? And so I would get so many women that would come up after my classes, like, thank you for seeing me, you know, even acknowledging me, you know, um, you know, helping me through this practice. And so when that light bulb moment came, I initially said, you know, let me start a social media page. And that was uh, just to highlight other women of color in wellness. And, you know, the most people didn't even know it was me. I came up with the name Om Noir. We just started posting on the page. A girlfriend of mine, uh, she has a friend who is also in wellness and she connected us and she was like, have you ever considered hosting a retreat? And so I had thought about it, but I was still very busy in my PR agency. And so she was like, I'll help you. And so we started working on, um, on the retreat. And the first retreat was October, 2017. And I didn't know if anybody would show up. And uh, we ended up having over 50 black women at our first retreat. Uh, and then afterwards, or, you know, people were like, well, what's next? And I didn't know, but I knew that I had something there. And then an article came out in Forbes, uh, end of 2017. And then I was like, oh yeah, I need to do something with That's this. That's amazing. And so 2018 is like when it really, um, where I really press the gas and saying, yeah, this is needed. I got something here. Let me lean into it. I stumbled upon you um, in Franny's uh, Manifestation Mondays ah. conversation on Clubhouse, which is this like ever growing like community yes. um, where on this particular day that I joined the conversation, all these black women were, were up on stage giving their testimonies of how manifestation had like changed their lives. This one particular woman was talking about how she manifested a castle yeah. in, <laughs> I think in Scotland. Uh -huh. Yes, Shade, this woman like 
talked about how she always wanted a castle since she was a little girl. She dreamt about it. All of these certain things happened and fell into place. And now she is like, she, she has a castle in Scotland yeah. and like all these things happened. Oh and like, God. she walked in the, the room and her family crest was hanging on the wall. Like come to find out like this town and this, like her, she has family ties to the castle. It was just crazy. And then she like, you know, she PTR'd, pulled to refresh. And like, there was a picture of this black woman standing in front of this massive yeah. castle. And it was like phenomenal. Um, but I feel like, you know, as we were talking about with the vision boards and manifestation is another like buzzy topic, yeah. but I do think that, um, it's an intuitive practice. So I just wonder if you could tell us for our listeners, like, what does that even mean? Like, what does it mean to manifest? Well, I think it's, it starts and, you know, we talked about this a little earlier. I think it, it starts with being very self-aware at how your body responds to ideas that come to you, that opportunities that come to you, that things that you see, right? We always talk about, you know, the difference between fear and intuition. Uh, is your fear guiding you or is it redirecting you? All of those things. And I, and I always tell people, like, how do you feel when you see that house, when you see that car, when you think about that number in your bank account? Like, if you feel intuitively that this is where you're supposed to be, that is the first step to manifestation, right? After that, then it becomes visualization. So in this is how do I feel if I walk into this house? How do I feel when I sit into this car? How do I feel, you know, when, you know, I finally meet the love of my life before any of these things happen, how do I feel about them? And then the next step is putting action to it. You know, if I, you know, desire this very healthy relationship, then what do I need to do? What kind of work do I need to do on myself, uh, in my life, anything like that, so that when that person arrives in my life, I am fully ready for it. Same thing with money and promotions and, um, and homes and anything like that. Sometimes those things really do show up and we're not ready for them. And what happens? They end up leaving our lives, right? We lose them, uh, something tragic happens, whatever the case may be. And so the work with manifestation is not just, I wanna manifest this home in my life. It starts with one, how do I feel when I imagine this? How, how will I feel when I receive it? And then how, what kind of action can I put behind it so that I can truly, truly prepare and be ready for it when it comes in my life. I love that you said that because um, so many things you've said I've like resonated with in a few ways. Like you talked about um, how you're going through a rough time and having all these changes. And I was like, the minute I had my breakup, I was like, oh, I need to manifest love. I need love. I want it. I want it. And then like the more I've been peeling back, I'm like, girl, <laughs> you're not even really fully ready for that. Why don't you work on the steps 
A to Z to get you there because I, I did that. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a super kind of like root cause analysis type person. So I'm like, okay, why do you want love? Cause you want this. Okay. Why do you want that? And once I started going back to like the basis of it, I was like, oh, this has nothing to do with somebody else. This has everything to do with me. Absolutely. But a lot of us, you know, myself included, you know, we avoid that deep shadow work. We just really want to skip from point A to point B and nothing in between. And so what happens is that you haven't done the work to, to, to receive those things that you want. They may show Mm -hmm. up, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They may show up, that next partner may show up, but if you haven't done all of your shadow work, that thing is not going to last, right? You may get that promotion, but if you haven't done the necessary work that you know you need to, to maintain that position, you'll end up losing it. Same thing with your business, same thing with everything, you know? And so, like I said, the the manifestation, yes, it is this, you know, really fluffy word that is like, oh, if I, if I visualize it, I, I receive it kind of thing, right? But there's so much shadow work that we have to do in between that, that a lot of people avoid. You know, and so I think that there is this beauty in, you know, one of the questions you sent over to me is the repetition, repetition, journaling, things like that, so that we can start to draw, uh, you know, our kind of, like I said, that shadow work out from the deep recesses of our spirits, face them, call them out by name, and then put the work in to heal from those things, from the trauma from the disappointment, from the childhood trauma, from the negative self-talk. There's so much that we have to do before we even get to that place that we can receive those juicy, delicious things that we want to we wanna manifest in our life. But here's the thing, manifestation, visualization, this practice is different for everyone. Some people are vision boarders and that's all they are, right? Some people are journalers, some people affirmations where they have affirmations on their bathroom mirror. Some people do all of them. You know what I mean? It's really finding the, it's really finding your spiritual avenue to getting to the things that you desire in your life. And that's it. For me, my journaling is the magic sauce. Yes. Well, Christina, I know that you have a journaling um, like prompt for us to oh. share that with us. Yes. Okay. So few things, right? So I have a mantra that I love, love, love to give to people when they start their journaling practice. I release who I am. So I may become who I am meant to be. What does that mean? It means that I am closing the gap between who I am right now and who I am meant to be tomorrow through my healing practice, through my spiritual journey that calls you, right? Whether it's meditation, yoga, uh, journaling, crystals, any of that, you're just closing the gap between who you are right now. You're releasing that person so that you may become who you are meant to be, okay? Um, And a few key points that I wanted to make about journaling. What does it teach you about you? It teaches you about reoccurring things that are in your life, right? If you look at a, 20, a 2017 journal entry and a 2020, 
are your relationships the same, right? Is this like, are you coming back to that journal to say, you know, this guy, you know, tired of toxic, unhealthy men. All right, well, what is it teaching you about you though? Is these are the choices that you are making, right? Um, do you, are you procrastinating out of fear, right? You know, you could write something in 2017, like I'm gonna finally start that candle line. Now it's 2021, right? So where's that, what, where's that candle line in these four, in these four years? So it's teaching you, are you really following through with your goals? Um, do you have a hard time maintaining friendships? Are you always pissed at Glenn and your journal because she didn't do this? Okay, but what's happening? You know, what energy are you bringing to the friendship? You know, are you guys like, you know, are you a magnet for toxicity? It teaches you all of those things. Um, and does your vision keep getting smaller, right? You can start, you know, 2021, like I'm doing all this big stuff, right? I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But at the end of 2021, you know, it's like, well, you know, maybe I've decided to change my mind and I'm just going to do this smaller thing. So those are the things that journaling will teach you about you. Uh, and I always say too, is journaling is the connection between your lowest self and your highest self. Uh, a lot of times people, uh, they use their journaling as, or their journal as a dumping ground for all the bad shit that's happening in their life, right? But what if it is just the connection between, yes, the bad stuff, but what about also the good stuff and the higher version of you who you want to be, right? And so you have to have a balance. Yes, it, journaling is about processing your feelings. It's about, you know, getting into that deep shadow work, but it's also should be or should be calling you to your higher self because you have to dream it. You have to write it. You have to visualize it, all of that stuff. So one of the um, one of the prompts that I would like to give you all is the power of I am. And so I would encourage you to write at least, I would say three to five I am statements. And that is not I will, I will try, I hope. I am, right? I am is your ultimate life vision, right? So it is what, it's your zoomed out version of your life. Six months from now, uh, a year, five years, right? So I am is your ultimate life vision. Um, you will conform, conform your entire identity around these statements, right? If you say, I am a multimillionaire wellness entrepreneur, coach, author, and speaker, what is that saying? Is that whether that happens in a year, five years, or 10 years, I am conforming my life around that. So all it is at this point is putting the action. How am I going to be a multimillionaire wellness entrepreneur? I'm going to launch, you know, on Noir. I'm going to launch a home collection. I'm going to, I'm going to sell courses. I'm going to write, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, um, I'm going to uh, do speaking engagements, right? So I'm conforming my life around that statement, right? So everything I do is, is leading me to that, um, I am married to the man of my dreams who is my partner, my teammate, and best friend, right? So I'm conforming my life around that statement. How, I'm gonna, how am I getting to the man of my dreams who is my partner, my teammate, and best friend? I'm going to do, do some real deep work on myself, right? I'm going to make sure that I, uh, you know, you can't control who you attract, but you, you can control who you allow to say. So if there are men that I'm meeting that are not, you know, that vision right there, 
then I letting them go and, and moving on. Shout out to mm-hmm. Lori Harvey, right? Shout out Ooh. to Lori Harvey. Come on right? now. She needs her to move on, her move on game. Book. Her oh move gosh. on game is admirable. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's what I'm saying, right? Um, I'm the owner of a beautiful beach house in Grenada. I'm performing my life. Are you Grenadian? No, but I, I mean, I should be. Now. <laughs> That's on Shade's list. <laughs> uh, right, but how am I going to get to that beautiful beach house in Grenada? I'm a, I got to be a multimillionaire wellness entrepreneur, right? So I encourage you to, 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 to write out your I am statement. Again, it's your ultimate life vision. You will conform your entire identity around this statement. And it is a zoomed out view of your life a year, five years, 10 years from now. And so you just write those things. Who am I? I am. I am able to travel the world anytime knowing that working is a bonus, not a necessity, right? But I started out, I'm going to be a multimillionaire wellness entrepreneur. So at some point through that journey, now I get to travel the world knowing that work is a bonus and not a necessity because I'm a multi-millionaire wellness entrepreneur. All those things tie back into each other, right? So that I am statement, write it out, who you are. Do not, uh, my only suggestion here is don't put numbers next to things. I am the owner of a, a three bedroom beach house in Grenada because what if the universe wants to give you a four bedroom? Don't limit yourself. So that is, I, I would love for you guys to like write out your I am statements. We do have um, a journaling challenge happening right now. It's free. It's five, you know, it's five days. Um, I send you daily prompts and things like that. Uh, and you can sign up uh, in my bio on Instagram, the link. Uh, the Perfect. next one starts on Sunday. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, girls, listeners, please tap into that. I definitely will be doing that. Um, Christina, yes, I love this. I, I am going to take some time and like, think about this list. I really, I like this, like future sort of like envisioning kind of yes. thing, very declarative. Yeah. Um, and we yeah. will go into future journaling. That's another kind of technique and practice that I do. Yeah. And that's not something normally I do that about once or twice a year. Um, and then also there's that repetition you mentioned in a, in, a, in a question you sent over. Anytime that I want to call something in my life, uh, specifically around money, I write it down every day. It's normally at the top of my to-do list. If it's like, you know, we're, we're I don't know, I'm pitching sponsors and my goal is 50,000. Every morning when I'm writing out my to-do list, I put 50,000 in sponsorship for Om Noir, mm. right? And so I do that every, and that has worked uh, in the, since 2018, at least three times, right? Cause I was, what did I say? What you put your intention towards gets your attention. What gets right. your attention gets your power. So because I was writing this number down, I was doing everything in my power to get to that number reaching out to sponsors, sponsors, taking calls, you know, things like that. So it was, you know, uh, uh, updating our decks and things like that. So, you know, that again, that is just that magic sauce of repetition. If that's, and that's something I encourage people to try anyway. Uh, And that's just a vision board too. 
it's just, it, your vision board is something you see every day, right? Exactly. But if, write, if writing is your magic sauce, write that thing down every day. Doesn't have to be in those magazine cutouts. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christina, this has been so, so helpful. And I'm sure it has been for our listeners too. We encourage all of you at home to make those I am statements and please share them with us. We will be sharing those on our socials this coming week and beyond. And Christina, we know you have an upcoming Joy Summit. Can you share with our listeners um, what they can expect at the Joy Summit, when it is, and how they can attend? Yes, yes. So 365 days and on the Joy Summit. Uh, I came up with the idea last fall, and it's really about cultivating, seeking, and experiencing joy 365 days a year. And when I say that, a lot of times people probably think, how am I supposed to do that, right? But again, it's being intentional every day to seek joy. And sometimes that joy is just lighting a candle or taking a walk outside. And so, you know, after the year that we've had, and now the beginning of this year, you know, who would have thought that, you know, 2020 had an evil twin, uh, right? Woo! Who would have thought? But, Seriously. you know, so it's January 29th through 31. Um, and we really want to tap into the many areas of your life that you can seek joy. That's sex, sex and pleasure, right? So that is like our Om Noir after dark portion on Friday night. Um, and then mm. Saturday is a lot of energy clearing and healing, right? Well, we'll have human design and astrology. Um, uh, let's see, tapping into your femininity and your creative power, uh, Zen at home. So bringing new energy and life into your space. And so, and also journaling and manifestation. And so when we've done all that nitty gritty, clearing out energy work on Saturday, then Sunday, now we're working on our vision board, right? Because now we're clear, right? We work through a lot of things. And yes, it may not happen in a three-day weekend, but it'll at least put you on the roadmap to understanding, you know, the power of manifestation and visualization is really within you. You just got to clear out all of the clutter so you can get to it. And so these exercises and these tools and these resources are going to give you that blueprint. Yes, yes. Oh, and, and I have and, a, a discount. Yeah, I have a coupon for Black Girls Texting list, listeners. So uh, I, 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 I set it onto um, our tickets, but it will be BGT365 and it's $20 off. Amazing. Thank you, Christina. And when is it? January 29th through 31. Amazing. So it's a Friday through Sunday. Yes. Fabulous. Y'all better get in there, manifest these things. Do the shadow work. uh, Chrisette Michelle uh, is teaching a workshop. um, Trap Yoga Bay. Um, Let's see, uh, uh, Sex with Ashley. So she's doing like a whole sex workshop. Um, And uh, we also have like just conversations on like spirituality and sexuality. Um, We also, like I said, journaling and poetry. I think would be really dope. Uh, and Black Girls with Gardens, the founder, she's going to be teaching a, a workshop on, on gardening and plants and things like that. So it's going to be really dope. That is fire. Yeah, it's and I love that it's not like at the beginning of the month, like yeah. this like extreme energy to like get everything together, Jan one, right. you know? 
Yes. Like it's absolutely. an ongoing process, y'all. We so, needed we needed to to start this. We had to see how things year. were gonna play out because you know, beginning of the year began with an insurrection. So, you know, we would have been doing all of this amazing work <laughs> and then gotten stressed the fuck out. Exactly. Exactly. That's so true. Ooh. Well, Christina, thank you so much for stepping into the group chat. We appreciate you. Thank you for sharing your wisdoms with us. Yes. Well, thank, thank you for you, having me. You. This has been a lot of fun. What would you do? All right. So that was such a pleasure. I'm manifesting my beach house in Grenada as we speak. And fun <laughs> fact, your girl got all her paperwork because I'm trying to become a citizen. So look at that. I'm laying the groundwork. You're about to be on your way out, you know, uh, civil war or not. Correct. Because listen, <laughs> insurrection city out here. Mana want that. Mana need that. All right. So what would you do? This one's juicy. Uh, this person is anonymous. They just said, hey, BGT, I'm a black man tuning into y'all's podcast every now and then to get the insights on how you ladies move. Hmm, a spy. I started listening, <laughs> honestly, because my now ex-girlfriend is a listener and would always have y'all on. We recently broke up but lived together and it has been hell. She's being super rude because I broke up with her and I'm just trying to make it to the end of the month, but I feel like I'm going to snap. How do I keep things amicable until 131 help me out? Mm. Wait, so wait, they broke up and what? Sorry, I got lost. I don't know what I got distracted. They broke up, but they live together. Okay, and then the, the until Jan 31? Correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you sleep over somebody's house? That's what I was going to say. You better get your little side piece and yeah. uh, stay your nights out. Right. Um, Where your grandma stay? Correct. That's <laughs> what I would be doing. I would be co-working with a friend mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I will be coming home very late. <gasps> Can you imagine being on Zoom with your ex who hates you? Because oh if God. she's petty, she's she trying to sabotage me, right. banging pots and pans. <laughs> Can you imagine? You see, now I see why he sent us the note because he probably wants to be like, how do y'all crazy people think? And I'm like, oh, I can give you Oh, so she's like, she's probably being a nut. All the shenanigans she's going to do. Yeah, if you broke up with me, I don't know what happened. But if you broke up with me, you did me dirty. Oh, I'm going to make these last few weeks the worst. I don't. I don't know the situation, but I'm almost in, like inclined to to say a prayer for this young young man. I'm like, stay strong, my brother. Um, two weeks. You are almost there. I would not be trying. I'm sorry, packing your things. I would have my things waiting at the door. Okay. Right. Go leave your shit at somebody's crib because you don't know if she's gonna start just tampering with your items. I would make myself very. Um, what is the word? Sparse? Like, I would just be like, yeah, I would be barely there. I would take up very little space, just not cause any types of um, trouble. Yeah. Just try not to be there. Just try not to be there. Don't be there. Try to be the bigger person Yep. as much as you can. Correct. Um, I do hope you guys have gone through the logistics. So like security deposit maybe just go to the landlord if you're renting you're renting you want to get out by the 31st if you're renting have a conversation with the landlord like yo um 
the security bots with two G's, send Shorty a thousand. Here's my uh, account number and routing. Yeah. I will be giving you the keys and just get the fuck out. Keep it quite uh, clean, mature, mm-hmm. cordial. Okay. Leave the keys on the on the um the coffee table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Best of luck splitting things that you may have bought together. Maybe just start preparing to take those out. Take the L. Take the L. Take the L. Yeah. Not worth it. Not worth it. Yeah. Unless you did her dirty, then um, fuck you. I know. I know. I'm like, I don't know why I'm (laughs) taking his side right now. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. Because you're writing the letter. You didn't give us much context. If you would have given me more context, then I might be thinking a little bit differently. Yeah. I'm thinking just for the for the health and safety of everybody involved. Yes, let's keep, we don't you're want anybody right. blowing up. But if you did Shorty wrong, you know you're wrong. I just had to give you So a, you still should do better. Audible fuck and you. And stay out of her way. All, all Regardless. Better. Yes. Correct. Yes, so. Um, stay blessed. Stay blessed, <laughs> sir. Um, that was another episode of the Black Girls Texting. We are out here manifesting. Um I personally started my I am statements. I wasn't thinking so much around like I am a millionaire. I just started being like, I am a bad bitch. I don't know. I don't know. I- <laughs> oh, you were thinking more like, like. Formations. Correct. That was my first inclination too. And that, but then I was like, yes, no, I like this like future planning type Same. situation. Same. So then that's why I was like, okay, wait, this is going to take me a little, a little second. I got to mm-hmm. like, really mm-hmm. dig deep. Like, who am I? My journal got some cobwebs on it. I really need to like. Bust her out. Oh, yeah. Bust her out. And. Oh, child. You know, I just don't want to do a journal. But if, journal. if a journal can contain things like that, then I can do that. Absolutely. I do that type of stuff already i don't really just want to be like today was a dark day <laughs> <laughs> i do love those though those are fun as well listen find your groove and um like we said we're gonna post everything so you all can just get these blessings yes abundance abundance we're gonna reset as we go into the next month january Correct. a little mm, mm. you People are like, I want my money back. I'm done with my free trial. Already over her. Already. Like, what is what was this? I don't know. I don't know. I, hmm. I think I got the wrong package. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> sent me the wrong thing. Listen, all we can do is manifest, right? Pray, whatever you want to call it. I am living in a better country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my god. And oh my that, god. That is a then another episode of Black Girls Texting, y'all. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. 
Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.